going on guys welcome to episode number 39 here on the proven knowledge podcast this is the creator series today's guest is a dmv native uh she's a creative director photographer um really incredible um content creator in general her name is sabrina vaz holder um i discovered her work i think i mentioned in the episode uh probably around 2016 i think she shot the life of pablo tour it was probably in dc or virginia i think she mentions it in the episode but I remember seeing her photos on Instagram and thought they were really cool. So I followed her page and everything. And uh, I've been following her work ever since. And man, she really just kind of went off on her own on this episode, really from the intro. And I just let her kind of explain her and really tell her entire story over the last 10 plus years. Uh, she talks about going to college and kind of dropping out and, you know, picking up photography, um, going, working in radio really just networking with a lot of people in the music industry um then kind of uh getting back into college when she met her husband um and they both have been kind of on this journey together um as far as working for a lot of different companies and uh now they uh head audio mac and they're part of reflection music group and a lot of other different cool brands that are doing a lot of great things for the music industry um, so I thought it was, you know, really cool to get somebody that is very much in the constantly in the know of the music industry and someone who's watched it go from, you know, the blog era of the early 2010s until where we are now with streaming and a lot of other different things. And, you know, you got to think about the amount of artists that have come and gone in that time. And uh, Sabrina is someone that has kind of seen this whole thing shift, uh, the industry kind of shift uh, in the way it is now. So, you know, I'm not going to go into much detail as far as what we talked about in this episode. Uh, Like I said, she gave a great story about her journey so far and really just, to me, what I took from it was just being able to work your way up the ladder almost. You know, you got to do a lot of things that you don't want to do before you get to the things you do want to do and, you know, be able to get the freedom that you want uh, as a creative financially and, you know, just... um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, I guess creatively in general. Uh, So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome everyone to episode number 39 here on the Proven Knowledge Podcast. This is the Creator Series. Today we got a really dope uh, creative director, photographer. She's an all-around dope uh, content creator. Uh, Sabrina Vaz Holder is here. How are you, ma'am? Hi, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, and uh, thank you for getting back with me about being on the show. Obviously, it's been a few months since we first talked uh, and everything, so I'm glad to finally get the time to speak with you here. Um, And so to start every episode, we kind of just have the guest give a little bit of background information on how they got into, you know, the music industry, just kind of the basics of their journey up until the point you're at now. So, um, well, basically, I mean, I've always had a camera um, in my hand, even since I was a little kid. Um, but I guess I didn't start taking it seriously until I got into college at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, I was on the six-year program when I went to that college. <laughs> um, I basically had graduated high school in 2007 and then uh, went straight to ODU and um, dropped out as a sophomore, was going through some things. And in 2009, that's when I started a, a music blog called MA Tunes. Um, it stood for Music Anonymous for the MA part. Um, and from that, I was able to actually like do a lot of uh, 
uh, curated content for um, like interviews and photography and even like started doing some like slight music videos and stuff mm-hmm. um, and that was in 2009 and then in 2010 is when I actually met who was not my husband I met Quinnell Holder um, and he actually convinced me to go back to ODU um, and finish my degree there with communications and I was kind of hesitant to doing it because um, I didn't do very well in school, but I went ahead and did it. And while I was in school, he was, uh, he was actually, he ended up staying with me for about half of, uh, like for like six months or so. Um, and he didn't go to school, but he lived with me for about six months. And during that time frame, like we really needed money. Mm-hmm. So, I was actually working at McDonald's during that time frame too in 2010, 2011. And I started, I picked up the camera and my parents actually invested in getting me a camera and they believed in me and were praying and hoping I would actually stick to something because I was all over the place during that time. Mm-hmm. And so I started taking photos of live shows. I started doing videos. I started doing like trailer type videos, music videos. And the first real big um, concert that we were able to attend was actually at Hampton University's um, homecoming. I believe that was in like 2011, 2012. I think that was 2000. Yeah, 2011. Um, and it was Kendrick Lamar that was performing. It was Miguel. Um, it was Travis Porter. It was it was a whole bunch of like different artists and. Quinnell and I were actually able to lock in an interview with Kendrick Lamar. And this was during a time when um, uh, Section 80 just came out. And a lot of people didn't really know who he was. Um, It was mainly like a lot of like industry people who really knew who he was or like people that were really deep into the underground type music scene. Mm -hmm. And we were able to get that interview. And because of that interview, that really opened the doors to like a lot of things that I was able to start doing music industry wise. And as well, same thing for Quinnell. Um, that's how he was able to be a part of the the farm team at the fader um, and go to South by Southwest. And then for me, um, that was able to let me get a lot more interviews like with ASAP Rocky. Um, Shoot. I I mean, there's so many people I can't even think of right now Mm -hmm. off the top of my head, but it was a lot of like, uh, Oh, and I was able to also um, intern for no malice uh, who was formerly malice of the clips, which was really dope opportunity. Um, and I was able to then intern at an awesome, awesome studio uh, called Viz Inc. out of uh, Norfolk, Virginia. And they were behind a lot of music videos, like for Pusha T. Um, they did a lot of music videos for, uh, I think they did some for like Rick Ross and a couple others. Um, and, it, and from that, I was able to just like learn from a lot of like creatives, a lot of editors, a lot of uh, business owners. Um, from that internship as well, I was able to meet Bink, Bink the producer. Um, I was able to have Quinnell and Bink also meet, and they started collaborating on some things, and Quinnell would help them a lot with like marketing and public relations. Um, and so that was all between 2010 to 2013, all this stuff was happening. I finally graduated. <laughs> um, and... I didn't have a job right after I graduated, but because I had a radio show at college, I was able to use that as a demo and send it out to different radio stations. And I actually, before I had graduated college, I interned at a uh, local radio station in Fredericksburg, Virginia, um, under Freelance Star Media. 
and I was able to intern uh, under their uh, promotions department. Mm-hmm. And then eventually they had me intern under the main producer in that in that uh, station. And he actually like he loved how I worked so much that literally like maybe like the second week after just teaching me a whole bunch of stuff, he just left me alone in the studio when he went on vacation. He was like, yeah, he said, you're just going to have to learn to do things on your own now. And I was like, what? <laughs> so he left me alone. And surprisingly, like when he came back, nothing was like going crazy. The, the studio didn't go into flames. So that was good. <laughs> um, and uh, they ended up giving me a job maybe about like three, four months after I had graduated college. And I started out as promotions assistant. And then they eventually had me become the midday announcer on air. Um, and I was able to host that for like about five, six months. Um, and during this time also, while I was working at the radio, because I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people know, especially in this industry, when you start out, you get paid nothing so I had to work like a whole bunch of odd jobs and I used to clean houses for people I used to shoot I used to uh do deliveries like I I did anything and everything that I could to just be able to do the things that I loved which was communications which was radio which was photography um and of course like you know I was doing some photo shoots here and there but a lot of it was like free stuff so I can be able to get my foot in the door with things that I really wanted to do which was in the industry Mm -hmm. um and so I also started working at during the time that I was uh, the midday announcer at the radio station I was just talking about, um, I was also, uh, I became a store manager at a sneaker store in the area. And then they eventually ended up giving me a promotion and moved me up to corporate. And because I got that job, I was like, hmm. So I was looking up some radio stations in DC area because the, the, the corporate office for the sneaker store was in Maryland. And I ended up finding Sirius XM had headquarters out there. And I was like, oh, snap. And I went ahead and applied. And I ended up getting a part-time gig out at Sirius XM Satellite Radio um, as a board operator. And this was the same time that I got promoted to work at the corporate office for Sports Zone Elite, which was a sneaker store. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my husband and, I, my husband and I, at the time, he was my boyfriend. But we were talking, and we always talked about, like, the future and stuff. And and we decided to get married, especially since I was moving up to Maryland, and he was based out of Hampton, Virginia, and so we got married, and we didn't tell anybody when we got married, it was like literally just spur of the moment, we got married, um, we just had our parents and his brother and sister at the wedding, and then we moved, literally two weeks after we got married, we moved up to Maryland, um, and it just was like, it was crazy, like, it was, it was the, maybe one of, like, the biggest moves for, for my husband, um, and for me, it was really a major, because that was really the biggest move that I made also, because it was the first time, like, I was really, like, leaving my parents' house um, outside of college, mm-hmm. um, and we were doing it on our own, and I was at Sirius XM for, from 2000, I was there from 2015 until 2017, and they have promoted me from board operator to producer for talking programming department. So I was able to meet a lot of great people, both in the political and in the in the entertainment industry, um, which was pretty insane. Like I got to meet a lot of great people, um, got to learn from a lot of great people. And because of that, also to that job, I was able to get my foot in the door with uh, working with um, 
working with Jada Kiss's team, working with the Locks' team, um, and being able to get into behind, like, backstage, not really backstage, but, like, behind the scenes with, like, concerts or tours. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to shoot uh, the St. Pablo tour stop out in um, D.C. I was able to shoot the Bad Boy Reunion tour out in Baltimore and in D.C. only because of my connection initially with uh, Jada Kiss's team. Um, and Ice Pick was actually uh, the person who allowed me to work with them. Rest in peace to Ice Pick. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was able to meet Brother Hassan Sharif, which he uh, he's the tour manager for the Locks. Um, and so because of that, I was able to take like a lot of great photos, make a lot of great connections, and ended up meeting uh, Brian and Christy from Rock Nation, and they allowed me to do some shoots uh, with Locks and and um, help with like some of their promo stuff that they had for like tours or like uh, oh um, one of their partnerships that they had with Hypnotic when Hypnotic put out a project and they were promoting it, so I was able to take photos for that. Um, and so yeah. Uh, it's oh, it's just sorry. It's just so much stuff that I'm thinking of. I'm like, You're I'm, good. I'm just, make sure I don't. I'm just letting out. you go. I'm just letting you go because I'm taking a lot of this in myself that I didn't even know about you. Because like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking like, dang, I really like you. Don't think about all the stuff that you did while you're doing it, yeah. and especially like now, like you just you keep moving. But then mm-hmm. when somebody asks you, it's like it just starts popping up in your head. Mm-hmm. And and because I was able to oh and. I was able to like work with festivals like uh, A3C. A3C, I, I worked with them in 2014. Two, yeah, it was 2014. I was able to work with them and um, got to meet a lot of great people there. Um, and then I got to work at uh, uh, Broccoli City Festival uh, for like three years. Um, and, you know, I got to, to help out the owners like like I was super close to the owners and got to help them out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, Trilectro, uh, Quinnell, he does a lot of, uh, work with the owners of Trilectro. So I got to, um, to do that as well, which was great. Um, and so because of those three festivals, I was able to get so much photo content of like all these artists, all these legends. And then because of that, being on my portfolio, mind you, I didn't do any of this for money. Like, I think maybe A3C, like, paid me, like, a little stipend, but still, like, (laughs) I didn't make anything because I had to pay for my ticket out there and, like, to stay out there. But Mm. it was totally worth it getting all these photos and then mix those photos with, like, the ones that I did with with Jadakiss and... uh, I mean, just I can't think of it, but when I guess when you share with with your listeners like my website, like they can just see like all the different people I was able to like work with or cover for. And during this time frame too, while I was working at Sports Zone full time in the corporate, while working part time at SiriusXM before they moved me to full time, and then uh, doing little odd jobs here and there, especially when we moved up to Maryland, hmm. um, I started. Uh, working with Karen Civil, I was uh, assistant editor for her website, um, and she also had me do like some covering of like some shows and, and festivals and stuff for the website. Um, I even helped with like editing some of their video, um, and then I was able to work with uh, Respect Magazine, and I became an assistant editor there. Um, and I think that was it as far as like the website um, content that I was working on. But yeah. And then in 2017, I decided to walk out 
of radio completely. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time I was not going to be having a consistent check coming in. And so I quit SiriusXM and dove into Medium Creative Agency, which was formerly Medium PR Agency at the time when I had quit Sirius. Um, And that's the agency that both my husband and I own. My husband founded it, and I just helped him uh, build it up and get the paperwork for it. And um, at the time, right before I had quit SiriusXM, my husband was a tour manager for Designer, and he was working with artists like Gashi. Um, He was working with, uh, shoot, I can't. There's so much, there's so many artists that he was working with, but like the, the, oh yeah, Bia, um, she used to be signer Pharrell, um, JIDK, who's now known as IDK, he was, uh, he was the, the head publicist for JIDK, and he also started managing him, um, or was part of the management team, I should say, and so when I had quit Series XM, Hugh was finishing up with tour management for designer, and we, I had gone to Miami, I think it was like New Year's of 2000, it was New Year's. 2017 so I had gone out there right before New Year's um and it was out in Miami and he was like helping with the show or he was managing a show that designer was performing at I think it was like Pitbull's New Year's show or something like that and he was like yo he was like I really think we need to like take this to the next level like as far as like our agency and I was like I'm down like I've been I've been wanting to to help you and do more stuff with you mm-hmm. and I've been wanting to get into my photography full time and not having to rely on like a consistent paycheck and it sounds crazy when I say that but I mean I wasn't able to like really do the things that I wanted to do and really help my husband grow the business because you know at the end of the day like yeah I was working radio and it was fun but I was stuck to a schedule and I had to like ask to take time off and it was a pain in the butt so I was like I'm down so we got back literally the next day I typed up my and this was when I was on paid vacation from series XM I typed up my uh my letter of rec- of um, resignation, hmm. and the, the next day I walked in to SiriusXM and I handed it to my my supervisor and I told I apologized to him and he was like, "Why are you apologizing?" I was like, well, "When you're gonna open this, you're gonna be pretty upset." And he opened it. He was like, "Really? You're just gonna come back from vacation with a resignation letter?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yep." So he was like, "I'm not surprised because he knew a lot of the stuff that I was doing and he was super lenient and let me do a lot of stuff, uh, which was I'm super thankful for him. He's like maybe one of the best bosses I ever had. Hmm. Um, and so I quit. And by February 2017, I was 100% full-time, like, self-employed um, and working with the agency in photography. And, and yeah. And then in 2018, I was able to work, like I had said earlier, with um, Christy and Brian from Rock Nation. And they had paid for me to come out to New Jersey and do a photo shoot in the studio for the locks. Um, cause they had a few things coming up, which I had mentioned like hypnotic and they had some other stuff in the works that I can't really talk about cause I don't even know if they're still working on it. But, um, then we had gotten back, this was June, June of 2018. We had gotten back and then I found out I was pregnant and then took a seat for about a year. Um, and yeah, and fast forward to 2020 of, uh, March of 2020, right after my daughter's first birthday, um, I started working with Reflection Music Group, who has a partnership with Empire and also through Vidya, um, 
And Reflection Music Group is a faith-based record label based out of Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee. Um, but they have artists all over, from all over the country, even in Canada, um, even in uh, parts of, I think they have some clients out in Israel and some clients out in, I think that's it as far as overseas. Um, but yeah, so I started working with them in March. I actually met the CEO I didn't physically meet him, but I started speaking with the CEO of the music label in 2018, right before, no wait, in 2019, right before I gave birth to my daughter in March. Um, and cause I was working, like doing some stuff on AudioMac cause my husband has a, a partnership with AudioMac. So I started diving into AudioMac and helping out with that and getting people signed up for that. Um, and so I had noticed that a lot of like the faith-based artists um, didn't have audio Mac profile or accounts. And I thought that they were missing out because um, I'm a believer myself. So when I hear good music, I think, you know, you need to get your music on everything. So mm-hmm. I started reaching out to a few people and nobody would hit me back. But the only person that hit me back was this artist named Diraj. And he was under Reflection Music Group at the time. And he connected me with the, the CEO. His name is Doc Watson. And Doc was like, yeah, you know, I'm down, let's do it. So he, he started, like, allowing me to do certain things or whatever. And he really liked how I worked just – and and he really liked the passion that he heard from me. So we just kept in contact. And then uh, I had – I think it was – he had hit me up maybe, like, right before – I think it was, like, right before the new year of 2020 – and um, he was like, yo, I really want you to work with me. He was like, I want you to think about it. And I was thinking about it. And then uh, I hit him back up and I was like, yeah, I'm down. Um, hmm. And so he start, had me start working in April officially. And it was like part time. And then he started giving me more and more stuff to do. And he, he started me as uh, the brand manager for Reflection Music Group. And then he made me the director of marketing for a different segment that they have under the label called uh, RMG Amplify. And what that what that department does is um, they basically help uh, smaller artists or artists who are on the more indie tip with distribution, with marketing. Um, and I think they also offer publishing um so for artists that need publishing and, and they need that they need help with that they go they can sign a different contract with them and so we were getting a lot more artists coming in especially last year um and he was like you know what i really really need your help and um i want to separate reflection music group from rmg amplify um because it's two totally different things he was like um so i'm gonna make uh uh, this person named Brandon, the director of RMG marketing, he's like, I'll make you the director of RMG Amplify marketing. And I was like, heck yeah, I'm down. Um, and yeah, that's basically where I'm at right now. Um, oh, and while that was happening, um, I was, you know, uh, finally getting back into the swing of things with like photography. Um, and I decided to separate my photography, my two, my photography brands, um, which I have the Sabrina Voswater Photography, which focuses more on like industry entertainment clients. Um, and then I have the 
Love is Patient Photography, which focuses on weddings and elopements and couple photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that I started that late last year, and it's been doing well so far. I've been booking more and more weddings. And um, the niche with that is I focus more on, like, intimate, smaller weddings, elopements. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so now I'm here. Well, I, first of all, I got to thank you very much because you just did a lot of my work for me just now. But you literally covered a lot of bases, like a lot of questions I even had and everything. So like, but I, I love that because I love when the guest has a lot to share, you know what I mean? And I can tell you, yeah. you know, like exactly like every part of your journey so far. And like, I, I think I discovered your work in probably like 2016. And I think it was from the Kanye show. Like, I feel like it was probably around that time of the Life of Pablo okay. show and everything. And I remember seeing that, and I did come across your uh, old YouTube as well, because you have, like, a channel with some of the radio stuff. So I kind of, like, I didn't know exactly the nature of, like, how you got from, like, point A to point B, honestly. But you pretty much covered it about as well as uh, anybody could have covered it. So that's pretty incredible. And it's also incredible to me that you and your husband have been kind of in this together for, like, 10 years just doing this whole thing and kind of just – uh, you know, taking it one step at a time until where you are now, where you have like a lot of a lot more freedom, honestly, and you're kind of yeah. starting to call the shots as to what you guys want to do yourselves. So I think that's like freaking incredible, honestly. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, all the glory goes to God because, like, if you, I mean, I don't know if you know, but being married to your business partner, it can be either a blessing or a curse sometimes, <laughs> and. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, like my husband, he is my, he was my best friend first. We were friends first before we started dating and then, uh, you know, became married and then, yeah, now we have a business together and it, it, we're still learning a lot, like as far as like knowing how to separate, um, our business time and our personal time and then now especially having a daughter. So we're like always juggling things, but yeah, it's been a huge blessing being able to share my journey with somebody else who is just as passionate and just as uh, goal-oriented as me. So, Yeah, that's very – it's really incredible, honestly, and pretty inspiring. So thank you for sharing pretty much, like, your – like, how you got to where you are now because, like, some guests I get on here, they – you know, they have things they want to share and things that they don't feel comfortable sharing. But I feel like you're very, like, confident in where you've been and how you've got to this point. So – and I feel like yeah. just from what you said, I feel like everyone can take, like – bits and pieces and be like oh I relate to that like I relate to having multiple jobs and having to kind of do what I didn't want to do so I could pay for what I do want to do eventually and just kind of working your way out so yeah I mean yeah I I, I get it like I mean at the end of the day who wants to talk about them they used to work at McDonald's or like I had a whole bunch of jobs like Mm -hmm. I used to work at the food court at Costco I used to work at the bakery at Costco (laughs) I used to work at Journeys Mm. uh I used to work at Tilly's. I used to work, shoot, I used to be a daycare center worker. Like, I did a whole bunch of stuff mm-hmm. coming up. Um, and, I mean, at the end of the day, like, and like I said, like, I used to clean houses. Like, I get it. Like, yeah, it's not glamorous stuff. And, and you know, people are like, okay, why would you talk about that? But it's like, at the end of the day, like, as crappy as those jobs may have sounded, like, those jobs helped me build my character and get to where I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom, like I learned that from my mom growing up, like my mom was like, whenever you need money, like you got to do what you got to do. She was like, there's always a way to make money. She's like, you can make something, you can 
walk a dog. I used to walk dogs even. Like, <laughs> um, so she like I used to watch her do all these things for like extra income. And I mean, at the end of the day, like we were never in need because of it. And my dad, he's in the, he was in the Air Force when I was growing up. So like, um, even though we were blessed with like. The, the military providing us places to live and even like providing us with awesome places to live overseas. Cause like I lived overseas for 14 years of my life. Um, I mean, you, st- my parents still always taught me like, like you have to work hard and always just live with excellence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to lie. Like even like graduating college and doing a line of work that I'm doing then and now my parents didn't understand it. My mom understood it a little bit more because whether she likes to see it or not, she's an entrepreneur because she's a physical trainer. So she has her own physical training brand. Um, And she understood it a little bit. My dad, on the other hand, he didn't understand it. And I am technically, I'm second, third gen. I'm like, it's funny. I'm second and third generation Brazilian um, because my dad immigrated from Brazil to New Jersey when he was 13. And my mom, she was supposed to be born in Brazil, but she was literally born fresh out of the plane when my grandparents and my two aunts at the time landed into uh, New York. Mm -hmm. So that's why I say I'm like technically second, but technically third generation. Um, And so, so like my dad, like he grew up and he wanted to go to college. He couldn't go to college because, you know, my grandpa was like, who's going to pay for that crap? My mom's parents did the same thing. Um, my mom never went to college and my dad, he joined the air force. Um, and that's when he met my mom and yeah. And so like he did all these things to help me like be able to go to college and do something that I wanted to do. But when it came down to really me doing something that I wanted to do, he didn't really understand it. Mm -hmm. Um, and he was always like, you know, you're, you're going to these concerts, like going to these studio sessions, you come back smelling like weed. He was like, what's going on? <laughs> so, <laughs> so like he didn't get it. He didn't get what Quinnell was trying to do. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because after they started seeing me like actually like working at Sirius XM and, and doing in like being the midday host at the radio station and, and like actually like taking photos like paid photos for clients at record labels and then and then my husband like actually being a paid tour manager and like traveling to like these places that he's never been to before my my dad was like oh i get it <laughs> <laughs> so like our parents finally got it at the end of the day so hmm. i think that just goes back to like what i was saying it's just like everybody has a start you know what i mean like even like i said even the stuff that people are like ah, oh, i wish you know i didn't have to work that job when i was younger or whatever like mm-hmm. un- like I, we all have a journey you know what i mean like everybody's journey is a little bit different everybody has to deal with some different circumstances to kind of get where they're going but i think the most yeah. important thing is just like can you continue on through that you know what i mean like there's going to be some days where you're like man i really this isn't working out like people are trying to doubt me and people are not believing in what I'm doing but like I feel like as long as you can kind of develop the self-belief and I feel like you you are a great example of that you you and your husband both had the self-belief to be like as long as we just keep working keep connecting with new people every day like things are going to happen and they have happened it's taken time but you've gotten to a much better place right than where you were like 10 years ago so heck yeah i mean the growth is amazing to see and like i'm just super thankful like god really like trusted me and q with 
with um, our talents and to, to do the things that we're doing right now. So. Super, super awesome. So I only have a couple questions left because, like I said, I think you covered a lot of great stuff. So thank you very much. Um, no problem. <laughs> so, yeah. so if you could let's let's stick on that 10 years thing for a minute. If you could go back 10 years ago, maybe give yourself advice or maybe not change anything. What do you think you'd do? Um, not be so quick to believe uh, what people tell me that they're going to do. Um, cause I don't, I mean, I mean, I'm sure, you know, but like in the industry, it's a lot of industry talk. <laughs> so like yeah. they, they promise that they're going to have you do something or they're going to do something for you. And I was let down a lot of times back in the day. Mm. Um, so I used to find myself in situations that were just crappy. Um, and I would be super frustrated, stressed out. Um, and so, yeah, just, just be a little bit more guarded. Um, don't be guarded to the point where you're not allowing situations or opportunities to happen, but like, just be guarded in a way to where, you know, you're not, because there was a bunch of times I just wanted to give up Mm -hmm. and I was struggling with depression at the time too. So like, it would be really easy for me to get into a funk and think it was like something to do with me. But at the end of the day, people were just not being honest. So Mm -hmm funny you mentioned that because like I've kind of dealt with obviously I think we all deal with that as a creative eventually like you're gonna have people that you kind of get your hopes up for something and then it falls through or whatever like I feel like a lot of the times you have to stay kind of like in the middle like don't get too high or don't get too low like kind of just stay like grounded and stay focused on what you can control every single day you know what I mean yes yes and and don't get too overly excited yeah exactly (laughs) Because you start, what what happens usually is you start getting, like, in your head, like, what's going to, same with bad things, too. Like, you really start visualizing that. It's really mm-hmm. not good for your, like, your mentality at all. And it really throws you off kind of where you were, like, on your path, honestly. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a fact. I mean, it's like that with anything. When you dwell on something for too long, like, it can take a toll on you mentally, spiritually, and physically. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, 10 years from now, if we flip it, where do you think you want to be? You mean, like, so 10 years from now, like, 10 years ago, did I imagine being where I'm at now? Like, let's say we're in 2021, right? Let's go to 2031. Mm-hmm. Where do you envision yourself in your career and your life? Oh, so from now until, okay, yeah. so, dude, honestly, I envision me and Q being retired <laughs> and owning a bunch of different businesses to where we can employ a lot of people, especially, like, my heart is to, like, have um businesses to where we can employ people especially people who have records because um i noticed that especially in the entertainment industry like people don't really look at your background history Mm -hmm. so that i think is like an awesome opportunity especially for people who like were coming up and they got records um and I wanted to like do something to where we could teach people how to become creatives and teach people how to build things or, or create things um, teach people how to manage and, and just do different things in the entertainment industry. So that's something that I would love to do 10 years from now um, and just be retired and be able to just enjoy life, travel, um, and just teach, educate, really, really educate people. That's one thing that my husband and I really have a heart for is to educate on how to do better, especially in this industry and just life in general. Mm-hmm. 
Now, I know you mentioned some stuff you're working on earlier that is kind of in the works. Do you have anything you can reveal that we can be on the lookout for maybe coming up that you've been a part of? Um, there is a couple things. I can't, I'm trying to think what I could actually speak on. Uh, I mean, the only thing I can think of that I could speak on is, um, Nah, I don't really have anything <laughs> I can speak on. <laughs> uh, no, hey, no worries. I, under, I understand. Like, you don't want to jinx a lot of things, and at the same time, you might not be in charge of, like, every single thing. So you can't be, like, just throwing stuff out That's there. That's a so, fact, yeah. yeah. And then I don't want it to come back to me to be like, well, Sabrina said. Yeah. I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, we're I not, know. <laughs> we're not going to put that on this show, okay? We're not going to hold anyone to that on this show. Uh, but mm-hmm. I already know you got a lot of great stuff in the works, so I'm looking forward to all you Yeah. Um, I, I can, I, what I can say is that, Quinnell and I are, are working on a lot of things for the agency, so there's some big stuff coming up with that. Um, and I can say that we're starting to offer, like, or help people with digital marketing in the agency. Um, and as far as, like, actual clients and stuff that we're working with, I can't really speak on that just yet because mm-hmm. um, it's super fresh. But, you know, eventually I'm sure you'll see, and then if you want to hit me back up and talk again, we can. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, and the label, we got some stuff in the works too, but I can't talk on that. So. Uh, well, I'll be on the lookout for it for sure. Do you have any final words of wisdom today for the listeners? Words of wisdom. Always educate yourself. Don't ever feel like you already learned enough of the topic or the subject that you're looking into or or studying to be. Um, I always feel like we can always do something to be better each and every day. Um, even if you feel like you've hit that, that glass ceiling of what you're studying on or, or planning to do, find another topic and learn about that. Don't always, don't be that person that thinks that they're a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Sabrina, that's all I have for you. Like I said, thank you for, you know, covering a lot of the bases by yourself. You know, I didn't really need to tell you much of anything because you're a pro with this. So, uh, you know. <laughs> I, I thank you very much, you know, like I said, for getting back with me, being on the show. Uh, and, yeah, hopefully we can do this again very soon, you know, maybe in person eventually when the whole pandemic kind of calms down. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be down for that. And, again, I appreciate you, um, like, asking me to, to be a part of the podcast and, and share my story. Mm-hmm. So thank yeah, you again. Absolutely. Thank you guys for listening today. That was episode number 39. We'll be back the same time next week. As always, hit that support button on your podcast streaming platform if you want to send any funds our way. Um, I did want to mention I dropped a couple weeks ago some more merch on the store. This one is for my new project. It's a beat tape that I just dropped called One West Coast Evening. So I dropped, I think, four different pieces. There's a hat, shirt. There's actually two shirts, I think. Or maybe two hoodies. I don't know. Don't, don't mark my words on that, but go check it out provenknowledge.net backslash shop you'll see that as well as the actual proven knowledge you know logo gear and everything we've already had a few orders come in so i appreciate the support um but until next week uh, we'll see you guys then thank you very much